0: Hey, welcome to Rerun. I'm Dori Shafrir from BuzzFeed, and today with me, I am really excited to have Ashley Perez, who is a producer and actor for BuzzFeed Violet. Hello, internet. Today, we are talking about a, probably one of the most classic episodes of one mm. of the most classic shows of all time. We are talking about season five, episode eight of Friends, the one with all the Thanksgivings.
1: So what you're saying is I have really good taste
0: yeah Real i'm, classic I'm saying ashley <laughs> that you are really able to hone in on what the people want you know i since i've known you for a few years i know that you love friends mm-hmm. and you know a lot about friends mm-hmm. and you've watched every episode of friends yes many times um but i'm curious why like why this episode
1: because it's the one that immediately stands out to me. Like whenever I'm having a bad day or I'm in a weird mood, this is the episode. It's like, Oh, I should watch the one with all the thanksgivings.
0: We start this episode and everyone's just hanging out and they start talking about what their worst thanksgivings were. Um, I feel like in the 80s, a lot of these sitcoms would do these holiday episodes and they would just be, like, clip episodes. Like, they would take clips from old episodes of the show. Yeah. Whereas this gives the characters, like, a much richer mm-hmm. backstory.
2: I know Monica's where's Thanksgiving. Oh, let's not tell the story. Oh, oh come, on. come on. Oh, no, I know, I know. It's the one where Joey got Monica's turkey stuck on his head. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Joey got a turkey stuck on his head? Hey, it's not like it sounds. It's exactly like it sounds. <laughs> Hello? Hello?
0: Phoebe? <laughs> <laughs> Joey? What's going on? What? Oh! <laughs>
2: the leather vest it smells really
3: bad in here
0: well, of course it smells really bad you have your head up a dead animal
1: <laughs>
0: oh monica
2: oh hey did you get the turkey ba- oh my god oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> who is that it's, it's joey, joey. <laughs> It's supposed to be scary.
0: So this is also just like a reminder at how good at like physical comedy Friends was mm-hmm. because Phoebe comes home and Joey walks out of the bedroom with a huge, a
2: huge <laughs> turkey <laughs> the, Yeah, on the on his biggest head. turkey
1: on his head. Oh my God. Yeah, you're so right. Like Friends was good at, at physical comedy in a way that I feel like a lot of TV now that's like one camera is very either dramatic or like funny one-liners like all the glee stuff and all of the new comedies are just like what's a funny one-liner we can get in but like all of the friends actors they all started really from the bottom they all came up together and all of their skills kind of developed around each other so by the end of it like this is only midway through the season but by 10 they could give each other a look and it was hilarious
0: and they they sustain this turkey joke Through the episode, because then later in the episode, it ends up on Monica's head.
1: (laughs) And it's to apologize to Chandler for for cutting cutting off his his toe. toe,
0: (laughs) For calling Monica fat. Yeah. Because the knife slips out of her hand because she's upset and thinking about ways to get revenge (laughs) on Chandler for calling her fat a year before. Yeah. So again, crazy physical comedy involving a knife yeah, slicing the, off someone's
1: the, toe. The physical comedy of when Monica is holding the macaroni and cheese, the, I can like, I'm doing the body movements in the studio right now because I remember it so well. Monica is holding this dishcloth, a knife, macaroni and cheese, and a carrot and is rubbing it on her body. Ooh. I
2: love macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I love I love the way this box feels against my cheek. Okay. Oh, and I love carrots. Oh. Sometimes I like to put them between my fingers. Like this and, and hold them down here while I talk to you. And, and and you know if I get really hot, um, I I like to pick up this knife and and um, I, I put the the cool steel against um
0: my body. We've we've skipped over a major aspect of the revenge plot, which is Fat Monica, mm-hmm. um, who originally shows up in season two, mm-hmm. and it's when we learn that Monica. Courtney Cox, who was super skinny, the skinniest, the, show, the, like, skinniest, the like, naturally skinniest, like naturally bones popping out. Skinny mm-hmm. um, used to be fat.
1: And this, this is so weird. Cause it, i didn't even think about that as being weird there were so many parts of friends that looking back on it that i was like this is weird the laugh track is weird the fact that they're all white the fact that they're all straight the fact that they're all rich and they live in this apartment that's like rent controlled right like there's <laughs> huge <apartment>. yeah there's, <laughs> there's so many aspects of it that are not relatable to like current life but then there's all the like political correctness, which is super weird. Like the main plot and humor point of this is that Monica used to be fat. And that's really funny. Right. Like Monica was played as like, she's fat and hilarious because she's fat Monica. Yep. It's and, like and Fat she, Albert or something. Yeah.
0: And she is like kind of like a child. Mm-hmm. It's like because she's fat, she never evolved. She's
1: a, yeah, she's a virgin. She's like really childish. She calls Rachel's virginity or her Her like her flower flower, like
0: and these all these things seem and she like lives vicariously through her skinny friend Uh Rachel Mm -hmm. like she really she's like did you lose your did you give your flower to Chip
2: (laughs) well what happened well you know how my parents are out of town and (laughs) Chip was gonna come over yeah yeah and you were gonna give him you know your your flower can you just call it sex? It really creeps me out when you call it that. <laughs> okay, and by the way, while we're at it, a guy's thing is not called his tenderness.
1: Oh,
2: it's t- <laughs> <laughs> Believe me.
1: No, 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 Hi, hi! hi you're happy Thanksgiving birthday, sweetheart. Hey. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Then the next one uh, they show up like all like wham is, yeah, right like like Chandler, like, yeah my
3: roommate and lead George singer Michael. of our band
2: <laughs> Ross
3: Oh this is Monica
2: Hi, I'm Ross's little sister
1: Okay <laughs> Oh my
2: god <laughs> So glad you could come, Chandler. We've got plenty of food, so I hope you're hungry. Oh, Mom,
3: no, no, Chandler hates Thanksgiving and doesn't eat any That's Thanksgiving food.
2: Thanksgiving. Oh. Oh, I'm so glad you brought him here, then. Chandler, um, uh, if you want, I can make you some macaroni and cheese for dinner.
3: Well, as so long as the pilgrims didn't eat it, then I'm in.
2: <laughs> Damn it! <laughs>
3: Rach, does it... does it feel weird around here now? You know, since I've been away at college?
2: Poor Ross. Oh! No, not really.
3: Well, that's cool. (laughs) So...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh! I cannot believe Chip dumped me for that slut, Nancy Branson. I am never going out with him again, you know. I don't care how much he begs. I think his begging days are over now that he's going out with Nancy Branson.
1: Some slut shaming, too.
2: You know what? I've just had it with high school boys. They're just. <laughs> this silly. is the best part.
3: Silly, Judy?
2: stupid boys. I'm gonna start dating men.
3: Uh, I'm sorry, Judy. I couldn't find that ball you and Jack were looking for. Call
2: them mom and dad, you uh, Call them mom and dad, you loser. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Did you like the macaroni and cheese? Oh yeah, it was great. You should be a chef. Okay. <laughs> Guess what? All that stuff about Nancy Branson being a slut was all a rumor. So Chip dumped her, and he wants to come over to my house tonight. Oh, that is so great! Oh, oh gosh! Hey, listen, uh, if you and Chip do it tonight, um. Promise me you'll tell me. Everything, <laughs> oh, totally, totally. You know, it's not that big a deal. We already kind of did it once. You know, I know, but, you know, mm-hmm. this time you're going to definitely know whether or not you did it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Chip promised that that this time it would last at least for an entire song.
3: <gasps> so I'm thinking of asking Rachel out tonight. You oh, know, maybe Monica. playing her that song we wrote last week. Emotional knapsack? Yeah. Right on. God, <laughs> it's,
0: like, it's super oh, painful. Uh, don't so, she's okay Because she's uh, us no, so We're going to test out our awkward. fake IDs tonight, mm-hmm. right? And Clifford so algorithm. just, like, clueless.
3: <laughs> Listen, Roland Chang. <laughs> <laughs> if things go well, I may be out with her all night. Dude, don't do that to me. Oh, no, it's cool. You can stay here. My parents won't mind. No, it's not that. I just don't want to be stuck here all night with your fat sister.
1: Hey. Oh, man, that like sucks. It's such a weird plot point. And it also is weird that the retribution later is that like, oh, Courtney Cox is skinny. Like, oh, it's it's fine. Like, she got hot.
0: Yeah, I felt... I felt really sad <laughs> watching this like it's really sad and then to hear the laugh track like people yeah. are kind of laughing uproariously mm-hmm. when um you know she first like comes in and she awkwardly mm-hmm. asks him if he wants macaroni and cheese and
1: it's all about food and, it's all like, about food you know what I just noticed in that clip too that I never would have noticed before when they're like their fake id names is like something alvarez and, and chang, chang where it's yeah. like the only mention of non-white people in this whole fucking show is like fake names that they clearly aren't like that was i think the hardest thing for me watching back now is whiteness i am nowhere represented in this show right. no one who is anyone but a straight white like rich person is represented in this show and
0: well, you're are you you're not Filipino. I am. You are I'm, Filipino. I'm You're Cuban, part, Korean, Filipino. and Filipino. OK. I'm um, a Because the one representation of someone Filipino oh, yeah. in this episode is the super, like, this very stereotypically gay
1: house boy. yeah. They call
0: him a houseboy yeah. who has an affair
1: with Chandler's dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, friends? It's like, so much of this now. What?
2: Now, Chandler, dear, just because your father and I are getting a divorce doesn't mean we don't love you. It just means he would rather sleep with the house boy than with me. House
0: boy.
2: More turkey, Mr. Chandler.
1: Uh, and he, he winks a, at him. Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing about this is, like, I remember watching this with my mom, and the house boy is played by Alec Mappa, who's, like, a very, like, famous Filipino comedian. And she was really excited to see him, but, like, the representation of his character is so fucked up. It's just played for one laugh, and that's it. Like something that's hard for me about friends now is it just so represents the fact that like people of color or anyone who was not like cis straight and white was just not on television in this entire era yeah you got you got like will and grace at the end of it but and it was like everyone's like yay there's gay people but it was gay men they were also rich also wealthy and very stereotypical and like i don't think you know we were also talking earlier there was like this era in this era of televisions from the 2000s to 2010 every episode had like the lesbian episode or the gay episode Uh where like it was always actually the lesbian episode for raising ratings it was always during sweeps where it was like now marissa's gonna kiss a girl or sophia bush is gonna kiss a girl and it was always played just for ratings and like this era of television was funny and i and it was also the last time period where people had to watch in time slots. So yeah. you didn't really have options. It was like you either watch this, you watch Friends, or you didn't. Well,
0: you could program your VCR.
1: But like this was crazy because this is the era of must-see television where you could actually talk about the thing the next day and everyone would talk and about it. that everyone would have seen it. Yeah, and instead of like earmuffs and spoiler alerts and like paranoia that somebody is going to tell you something about Game of Thrones that you don't want to know. Right. I kind of like, I do miss that in some way. because But even there was also less TV. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So much less TV. And you had more people watching each show. More people watching problematic television.
0: So another thing that comes up in the scenes, the flashback scenes with Fat Monica, is that Rachel
1: had an old nose. Oh, yeah. Jennifer Aniston nose job. Jennifer
0: Aniston nose job, which, based on my Googling, <laughs> she was not... Out as having had a nose job at this time mm. like the earliest mention I could find of her having it like saying that she had had a nose job was 2007 and then she like admits that she had a nose job in the because 90s of the deviated because of it yeah quote-unquote right? deviated system which is like the oldest excuse in the book for having a <laughs> nose job she's like I could breathe so much easier um yeah okay. I'm sure. um but you know what I it had been like whispered about for a long like it was mm-hmm. kind of an open secret that Jennifer Aniston had had all this plastic surgery mm-hmm. um and i just wonder if people on the show
1: hated knew, her and and yeah
0: and like disliked her and wrote this into the script because they were just like um, we're gonna let everyone know that like, <laughs> you actually had a nose
1: job. Yeah, that was a weird moment. And it's also a really weird thing that all of their past characters have to be these weird, flawed, and less yeah. cosmetically beautiful versions totally. than themselves. It's like, oh, when you grow up, you get to be hotter. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Or you have to change yourself. Yeah, like dramatically, yeah. like get a nose job and lose all of the weight, and right. then you'll be like a cool, t- New then York you'll be desirable. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm because then when they come back the following year, when Monica reveals her new thin body, Rachel also reveals her new nose.
2: So, Rachel, your mom tells me you changed your major again. Oh, yeah, I had to. There was never any parking by the psychology building.
3: Hi, Rachel. Oh, hi. Wow. Love
1: your new nose. What?
3: Yeah. Oh, Dr. Wilson's an artist. He removed my mole cluster.
1: Want to see? Her dad was, like, super kind of rapey, no, too. Man, he, like, grossed me man <laughs> out a little.
3: Hey!
0: Hey. Yeah, we After
3: Happy Thanksgiving. Ah, hey. God, your hair sure is different. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Can't believe how stupid we used to look. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, where's Monica?
2: She's upstairs. Monica, come down. Everyone's here, Ross, Rachel, and the boy who hates Thanksgiving. <laughs> Hi, Chandler. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what, what's the matter? Is, is there, is there something on my
3: dress? you just, you look so different. Terrific. That dress, that body. Dude, sorry.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, Monica is thin. It's wonderful. But what we really want to hear about is Ross's new girlfriend. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, her Carol name is Carol. And
3: she's really pretty and smart. And uh, she's she's on the lacrosse team and the golf team. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> she plays for both teams.
1: I mean, the show is good. The episode, like, still stands up as, like, being funny to me and definitely having elements of, like, physical comedy that aren't present in a lot of television. Yeah. I think... The crazy thing watching all of our favorite shows now, though, is our culture has evolved to be so much more PC in the way we talk about things, but also PC in the way we think about things. Yeah, totally. So I, I think that people are actually more accepting, are more conscious, are more aware of. Like, I forgot that Carol was a lesbian in this show, and it was like one of the first like portrayals of lesbians in television, and. Like, they were both so terrible. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they were both so, like, they played softball and they were always trying to get out, like, get at Ross and they were, like, fighting with each other. And, like, there's so many missed opportunities with such a big audience and it's just the most, like, homogenous piece of America that you can present. And so that's what's weird to me watching shows like this is, like, it's still funny, it's still hilarious, and it still, like, makes me laugh and, like, gives me a warm feeling inside. But... I don't know if I would watch it again, like right, right. now, if it was a new right. show that was on television.
0: It couldn't be presented in the same way. Yeah, if they rebooted Friends, six white people it hang be, out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Although, yeah, I mean, can you
1: think? I mean, Big Bang Theory. Well, but the way they do it now is like, here's six people. Two of them will just make people of color, but they're always stereotypes. Right.
0: Like, so it's <sighs> like we've evolved.
1: But have we? Have we? Yeah. Have we mm. internet? Have we podcasters?
0: <laughs> well, Ashley, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for
1: having me. It was,
0: I mean, despite Friends problematicness, <laughs> it was still really fun yeah. to talk about it with you.
1: What should we call this podcast? The one with the one with the one? The one with all the Friends references. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank <laughs> you rerun is produced by the buzzfeed pod squad jenna weiss eleanor kagan julia furlon and meg kramer
2: thanks guys